Hello, Pastor Steve here with another segment of Leftovers. These are from Pentecost Sunday, which occurred May 23rd this year. If you'll recall, uh, during that sermon, and if you haven't watched that sermon, you can go to the website, LakeGibsonUMC.com, pull that up and watch it. But we was talking about the Holy Spirit. And when I was talking about the Holy Spirit, I want to go a little deeper today. One of the things that we are often taught within the Protestant Church of the day is that when we're baptized, we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. This is certainly true. The Bible certainly teaches this, that upon baptism and confession of faith, we are sealed with the Holy Spirit. But many of the mainline denomination churches say that's the only time that the Spirit fills you, if you will. Yet, let's think about that a moment. There are oftentimes you come to church, or maybe you're just experiencing a song in a car, and you just feel a different, a different vibe. You feel lifted up. You feel energized. You feel uh, a love for God that you don't feel on a normal basis sometimes. And one of the reasons is I think that we can be filled with the Spirit in different ways and at different times. And I want to use scripture to show you how even the disciples were filled on more than one occasion with the Spirit. And using scripture, let's first start with John chapter 20, verse 22. This is right after the resurrection. This is before the story in Acts 2 about Pentecost. In John 20, after the resurrection, we read this. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus himself breathed on the disciples and said, Here, receive the Holy Spirit. Now at that point they have the Holy Spirit, correct? So, in reality, the way we think many times is they've got it, they don't need, they don't need to get it again. But yet then we go to Pentecost Sunday in Acts chapter 2. Now Peter was one of the disciples. So were the other 11. We don't know how many of the other 120 that were in that upper room happened to be there, but we read in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, that when they were in that upper room, all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. They began to speak in other languages and the Spirit gave them ability. They were all filled. Wait a minute. Wasn't they filled when Jesus breathed upon them and gave it to them? Yes, they were. We're here, they're filled again. And this is not the only time. Of course, in Pentecost Sunday, on that particular day in Acts chapter 2, Peter was the main spokesman, but as I've said before, all 120 of them were prophesying in different languages, speaking basically the same sermon that Peter spoke. But now, if you'll read and stay in Acts chapter 4, there will be a couple of days that pass after Pentecost. And then in Acts 4.31, we read this. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers of the people and elders. This is a different time than Pentecost. Here Peter's filled again. This is, this is three times for Peter now. When Jesus breathed upon him, when they went in the upper room, and now here in Acts 4.31. I wonder, I wonder if we ignore the feeling of the Spirit at times. And this is also scripture that people continue to ignore this Holy Spirit coming upon them and filling them in different ways. 
when Stephen was being stoned to death in Acts chapter 7 and 51, uh, verse 51, he said this, You stiff-necked people, you uncircumcised in heart and ears, you are forever opposing the Holy Spirit, just as your ancestors did. And I think to myself, and I ask you this question Sunday, I wonder if we ignore the Holy Spirit at times. I wonder if we quench Him, if we don't let Him allow himself to work in our lives many times because hey this is a little weird you know I, I don't want to be that far out there or whatever the reason well let's look at somebody else let's look at the Apostle Paul now we know the Apostle Paul came to Jesus later in life especially after the resurrection after Acts because remember Paul started off began his journey as Saul the one who was breathing threats and putting people in jail and then he met Jesus on that Damascus Road experience when Jesus appeared to him. In Acts chapter 9, Paul has been blinded by that appearance of Jesus. And he uh, goes and God sends Ananias to, to Paul to pray over him. In Acts 9, 17, we read this. So Ananias went and entered the house, and he laid his hands on Saul. And he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on your way here, has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. If you read that entire segment there, scales fall from Paul's eyes, he can see again, and he begins to witness for Jesus Christ. Okay, so in Acts chapter 9, when Ananias prayed for him, Paul was filled with the Spirit. Okay? Now, we go on a few, possibly a few years, a few days anyway, and then in Acts 13.9, we read this. But Saul, also known as Paul, his name's changed here because he became a witness, filled with the Holy Spirit, looks intently upon him. So, here Paul is filled a second time, at least. But that's not all. Paul goes on, remember Paul started off with Silas and then there was a, a difference of opinion and Paul teams up with Barnabas. In Acts 13, 52, I think I've got that backwards actually. I think Paul started with Barnabas and then he went to Silas later. In Acts 13 though, chapter uh, verse 52, we read this another time. The disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Spirit. Wait a minute. They've been filled two or three times before. Here they're filled again. And Paul seems to want his churches to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And his believers and the people that are in his church. In 1 Corinthians 14, verse 18, Paul's talking about the gifts of the Spirit. And he's talking to the Corinthians. And in there, in 14, uh, verse 18, he says, I thank God I speak in tongues more than all of you. Now, I want to use this to show that Paul is saying, I thank God that the Spirit dwells in me and that the Spirit utters Himself through me. And he's acknowledging the fact that he is filled with the Holy Spirit and that it happens more than one time. But then his desire for the churches in Ephesians 5 verses 18, he says, be filled with the Holy Spirit. He's asking his churches and the believers in the church, the people in the church, be ye filled with the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit fill you up. In Colossians 1.9, he says this. 
For this reason, since the day we heard it, we've not ceased praying for you. In other words, he's praying this for the Colossian church and asking that you may be filled, filled with the knowledge of God's will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. He's basically praying for them to be filled with the Holy Spirit. For Sunday, remember, we said the Spirit, Jesus said when he comes, he will lead you into all truth. He will make things known for you. He will give you the words you need to speak. So what I'm trying to get across today is don't be afraid of the Holy Spirit. He can fill you in more than one ways, at more than one time over your life. And don't be afraid of it. Let it happen. Enjoy it. Experience it. Allow God to use you in such a way. Because it's when we're filled with the Spirit that people see the difference in us. It's when we're filled with the Spirit that God gets the ultimate glory. So go and think on these things this week and be filled with the Spirit. And I'll see you Sunday, 10.30. Have a great day.